1: faces a choice this is battleground america here's tara servatius
0: i want you to remember this the next time you feel alone, the next time you feel like you're the only one who sing the next time you feel like the same messages are coming out of every television and radio over and over and over and over again the next time most of your family and friends believes these messages. The next time you feel isolated because you know, you know in your gut they're lying. The next time you have to spend Thanksgiving or Christmas alone or without half your family, like I did, because your family believes them over you because your family has abandoned you because you won't take a shot that the government says is necessary. A shot the government says can stop the spread of COVID. This time it was just a shot. This time, it was just an overhyped virus, but they tore the country apart with it. They tore families like my own apart with it. Lie after lie after lie. It was ubiquitous. It was from the time you woke up to the time you went to bed. And I don't want to bring COVID up again because really this isn't about COVID. That's an old story. This is about the next one because a time like this is coming again. A time when you and I and people like us will feel so alone. People like us who somehow were born knowing, hearing when it's a lie. Seeing manipulation that's so obvious to us on its face. We were born this way. We were wired this way. We've been this way since kindergarten. But they can't see and you feel alone. Next time that happens, and it will happen because they had so much success this time with locking down the world, I want you to remember this. This article by Bloomberg. This article that casually admits headline largest COVID vaccine study yet finds links to health conditions. No, What kind of health conditions? Oh, all the kind the world's foremost virologists were banned and censored right off of social media by the FBI, by the CDC for saying the shot caused. Well, like what? Heart damage, neurological damage, blood clots. Today, is vindication day today is the day that always eventually comes after the left the authoritarians the globalists run one of their society-wide hoaxes like russia collusion heck that one splattered all over the windshield last week when we found out the cia made up the whole thing who knew you did i did you had a gut feeling so did i Russia collusion was, according to Newsbusters, a news monitoring site, ubiquitous. At times during the height of it, 60% of CNN's nightly broadcast would be consumed with whether Trump was a Russian agent. It was totally false. Last week, Matt Taibbi and Michael Schellenberger, two liberal journalists, broke the news that the CIA had actually colluded with four other intelligence agencies around the world to make up the the Russia collusion hoax, to get fake intelligence that could then be used to spy on Trump's inner circle. They knew the whole time there was no Russia connection. They made it up. But it became more than a story. It became, it became a reality. It doesn't matter that in 2019, it was totally debunked by the Mueller report, which wrote that Trump had no Connections with Russia, and not so much as a dime, had ever changed hands. It doesn't matter. This ran this weekend on MSNBC. This is Jen Psaki, former spokeshack for Joe Biden, and the former Speaker of the House for the Democrats, Nancy Pelosi, assuring their sheeple, it's all very real. That if Trump wins, they could find themselves living under a Putin-controlled regime or something. What do you think? We're all wondering this question, Speaker Pelosi. What do you think Putin has on him? I mean, it sure seems like something, as you've said a few times, given that he refuses to criticize him, that he seems to be a fanboy mm-hmm. of him. Are, are you worried well, at all? you know, all? Uh, oh, during go, the Mueller... Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Well, go ahead. First of all, speaking out the way he did about N- Navalny shows you that he is a person without values. He looks like he's going to be a person without dollars either. Yes, the, the dollars. So maybe I don't know what con- he has on them, but I think it's probably financial. I think it's probably financial, either something financially has on or something on the come. Yeah. Oh, let me something ask about that that. you. you, to you get. Just... Yep, they're still at it. But today is the day, at least as far as the mainstream media goes, they admit, oh, yeah, the whole thing about the shot that we had everybody censored for. <laughs> yeah, the shot always caused those side effects. What side effects? Remember when you would be banned for saying this even if you are a world-class neurologist? According to Bloomberg, the COVID shot causes increase in increases in neurological, blood and heart-related conditions. That's according to the largest global vaccine safety study to date. These are small increases, they assure us, rare events. You know, just the occasional, what do they call it here? type of blood clot in the brain that you can get after immunization. Neurological disorder called Guillain Barr syndrome. Yep, slight increases. Folks, this is the beginning of the walk back. Then they will admit in fake shock, well, actually these are moderately high increases. And then it's eventually going to be Wow, this is an epidemic, but they got to work up to that. They have to preserve their credibility after lying to you for so long. This truly is a milestone day with the mainstream media now being given some kind of signal. I guess the FBI said it was okay to come out and tell us the truth, that they wouldn't be censoring anymore for this stuff. But about those slight increased risks that Bloomberg reports, what are we talking here? Well, I wanted to know, so I went over to the UK Daily Mail where I... Can always expect they'll tell me the truth or something approximating it. Headline, largest COVID vaccine study yet finds up to three times greater risk. Wow, that's not slight. Three times greater risk of what? Swelling of brain and spinal cord. That doesn't sound good. Blood clots, three times the risk of those. Uh, Myocarditis, yeah, you took the Pfizer shot, 2.78 times higher risk of getting myocarditis uh and with the second dose of the moderna shot you're looking at another six times higher risk here's from the uk daily mail they confirm, talking about the study that the shots by pfizer moderna and astrazeneca are linked to significantly higher risk of five medical conditions including a nerve wasting condition that leaves people struggling to walk or think again folks it's remarkable because this wasn't even sayable a year and a half ago. Now they're admitting this, they'll gradually scale it up. Want to pause here for just a sec. And I want to celebrate my year now, maintaining my 29 pound weight loss with PhD weight loss. It took me six months to lose the weight and I've now kept it off for twice as long as that. I've been a size six the whole time and I feel like this is me for the rest of my life. I've lost that same 15 pounds over and over and over again, but I've never kept it off until now. To find out how this could be your story too go to myphdweightloss.com you can do it from any state in the nation myphdweightloss.com now back to the podcast meantime i just wanted to point this out to you if you've turned on a tv at all you've probably seen something about alexei navalny's death or rather murder at the hands of vladimir putin at least that's how the story goes he died in prison and he was a Putin critic and met the fate many Putin critics, especially if they're effective, meet in Russia. He's dead now under strange circumstances. He died in a Russian prison. And let's face it, we all pretty much know, maybe not the method of what happened to him, but what happened to him. Here's how the Washington Post describes his death. In Navalny's death, Putin cements a new era of Russian dictatorship. Yeah, probably. Probably. Putin's an oligarch, a criminal oligarch, and Russia is a criminal oligarchy, essentially a country run by high-class criminals in shiny shoes. But I'd argue that's exactly what America is now. Google Alexei Navalny and you'll see page after page after page of media links. Everybody getting in on it from CNN to ABC, the Independent, the New York Times, the Washington Post, the BBC gnashing their teeth article after article about the human rights atrocity represented by this. But as far as I can see, there's not a lot of difference between Vladimir Putin and Joe Biden. Other than Putin takes the direct route to assassinations, you just die in prison for criticizing him. Joe Biden and his regime regime. Well, they just have the Ukrainian government assassinate you when they need you silenced. Is one really that different from the other? Because that's exactly what happened here. Google Alexei Navalny. Then just for kicks, Google American journalist murdered by Ukrainian government in prison. Oh, 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 try this one. American journalist dies in prison in Ukraine. You'll get page after page of stories on a guy by the name of Brent Renaud. He was a Peabody winning filmmaker. He was filming in Ukraine during the war. Yeah, he was accidentally killed. But you won't find anything. An American citizen who lived in Ukraine and worked as a journalist. An American citizen who was picked up by Ukraine for the, quote, propaganda he was slinging and tortured in prison before he was released. Oh, you didn't know about that? See, Gonzalo Lira was highly effective. He'd been living in Ukraine in documenting the atrocities of the Ukrainian government against ethnic Russians who were Ukrainians living in Ukraine territory. The indiscriminate bombings, the murders of everyone from schoolchildren to people in hospitals in those bombings, the gassings. Oh, you didn't hear about that? Yeah, Well, if you followed Gonzalo Lira, you did. And he had a huge following. He was becoming a problem for the Pentagon and the Biden administration. Because while they were telling Congress that the Ukrainians were heroically beating back the Russians, Lira was reporting the opposite.
2: And whatever they're saying in the West is uh, nonsense, quite frankly. Because what is happening right now is what everybody realized was going to happen six months ago, five and a half months ago when this uh, special military operation started, which is that Russia is winning. It's definitively winning. It is uh, the the victory on the part of the Russians is overwhelming. And the people who are bleeding that the Russians are losing, that it's a static war and what not, they simply don't want to see reality.
0: Yep. Gonzalo Lira had unfortunately amassed a huge following and stuff like you just heard there's kind of a problem if you want to gaslight the American people into printing hundreds of billions of dollars to run through Ukraine. Yet, unlike Alexei Navalny, when he was imprisoned and tortured only because of his reporting, the State Department said nothing because they were cool with it. But then they kind of have a history of that. Like when the Ukrainian intelligence services put together an assassination list that included Tucker Carlson, Elon Musk, and Jack Posobiec, the editor of Human Events, in addition to Lyra. And when the head of that service recorded a video on Twitter, two of them actually, all but asking for someone to assassinate these guys, folks were asking, why doesn't Tucker Carlson go to Ukraine and interview Zelensky. Well, he can't. He'll end up dead. These are our allies. Yet when Gonzalo Lira was picked up for the last time, the media had nothing to say about it. You had to tune into Tucker Carlson to find on it find out it was even happening. Here's Lira talking about being tortured during his first round in a Ukrainian prison folks with all the money we spent over there. Do you think like with just a phone call we could have gotten the situation cleared up? We didn't. Because we did this. We wanted it to happen, or we would have stopped it.
1: We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend a whole Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch.
0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. In the Ukrainian prison, Lyra had his eyes scratched with a toothpick, his ribs broken, and he was suspended and beaten. When that attracted international attention, they let him go. And he quickly tried to make his way for the Hungarian border. He was going to request political asylum. What a story. What a drama. We've seen the stories of the Wall Street Journal reporters who are currently being held in Russia round and round and round again on the news. You ever seen anything about Gonzalo Lira? No, because the Ukrainian government was conveniently killing him for the swamp. So it was good. Here's Lira recording the last video before his death. Well, let's call it what it is murder at the hands of the Ukrainians. He'd made it to about an hour from the Hungarian border and he was very bullish about the thought of making it over. He also knew what would happen if he did it. He wouldn't come back. He wouldn't survive another round after being picked up by the Ukrainians.
2: I will definitely be sent to a prison labor camp where I will most certainly die. And so I decided that the smart thing was take my chances in terms of getting across the border. Right now I'm maybe five kilometers away from the border with Hungary. Uh, Over the last two days I rode my bike just about 1,300 kilometers from Kharkov all the way here to the border. And my intention is to cross the border, get to Hungary, and in Hungary, I'm going to ask for political asylum. So either I will cross the border into Hungary in the next couple of hours, or I will be arrested again. And uh, God knows what will happen to me.
0: His last known words. He died in that prison, just like Alexei Navalny. But you heard nothing about it. And again, the guy's in American. He wasn't pro-Putin or pro-Russian at all. He just told people, honestly, what was going on in Ukraine during a time when most journalists couldn't make it in and out of the country. they stay in safe zones and in hotels. Gonzalo Lira was a problem for the U.S. government. He's not anymore. And for the crime of telling the truth, his life has been all but blacked out by the U.S. media. When he was imprisoned, again, the State Department or President didn't even bother to ask for his release. He had to make make it to the border on his own because his own government left him behind. So I ask you again, is there really any difference between Joe Biden, our State Department, and Vladimir Putin? Because it's kind of hard for me to see what.
1: Battleground.